welcome to Live Vedanta, a podcast where we explore simple living and high thinking. Each week, we join Vivek Gupta as he offers insights on bringing the divine into the daily. Vivekji has experienced much of what the world has to offer, whether it is attending an elite business school or traveling to almost 50 countries. However, tired with the inconsistent and incomplete peace associated with these pursuits, he decided to turn his journey within. Over the last decade, Vivekji has shared his observations on the science of independent joy with communities across North America and beyond. Welcome to the next episode of the Meditation in Life series. Do you feel your faith is like a roller coaster? Let's listen in to learn from Vivekji on how we can build the type of faith that wavers less and will ultimately lead us to our purpose. Aryom, and greetings from Niagara Falls. How many of you have climbed a hill before? You've climbed a hill. <laughs> How many of you have climbed a mountain before? What is the difference between climbing a hill and a mountain, not externally, not about the geography, but internally, about you. You have to be more steady, yes? If you fall off a hill, you'll roll down. If you fall off a mountain, reincarnation. (laughs) You have to be more sincere. You need to want it more. You need to need it more to push yourself to a place that you don't need to be. You don't need to climb a mountain. And specifically, you need to be lighter. Your body needs to be lighter. Your pack needs to be lighter because you're going higher. In our course, we are trying to lighten up in a poetic way, to let go of the corpse that we're carrying, that is the past. Past achievements, past regrets. To let go, to lighten the weight of the fetus of the future. Again, this is poetry. You have all of this weight in front of you, plans, anxieties, to let go of that. And by doing so, we come to reach the top of that mountain. We find Kailasha. We think Kailasha is a, a geographical place in Bharat, in Nepal, in China. This is our journey, our journey from bondage to liberation. Our last class, Transforming Influences. We had explored 
the greater your purity of mind, the greater your immunity. And this is so relevant in the present challenge. And I do mean physical immunity, but more so, immunity to the disease of stress, anxiety, sadness. One with a pure mind, they're living in the same challenge, but they don't feel that stress, that anxiety. And we explored visualizations to remind us to keep our mind pure, to stay strong. The first was a tortoise. Whenever you visualize a tortoise, you should think need. I will only use my mind if I need to. And if I don't need to, my mind will go back to quietude, to japa. The second visualization was clouds. Whenever you see clouds, your default should be inquiry. Those clouds are not independent. Those clouds are because of the sun. Inquire. The mind, the thoughts, what's behind that? It is the spirit. Third visualization is basmasura. <laughs> a mean person. Every time you see a mean person, so when you go to the bathroom, <laughs> what you should be reminded of is try. Try to make the mind pure. And just like Bhasmasura, even though he is mean, was mean, he was still supported by the creator. We should try. The road to perfection is always under construction. Hasten slowly, we just heard that. We're overwhelmed with how far we are from purity, but that's not going to help us become more pure, correct? I'll give you one more visualization. This is one that I practice, is my personal sadhana, is heat, your central heating. Whenever you, you don't see it, but you hear it, remind yourself of functional. That heat is functional, but you're not interested in that heat. You don't go to the vent and measure it and inhale that heat. You hear it, but you're not interested in it. For the mind, those thoughts are there, but there's no need to be interested in all of your thoughts. Go back to the tortoise. Be interested in some of your thoughts. These are transforming influences. These reminders help us to develop more and more and more purity. Chapter 35. This chapter is entitled Evolutionary Unfoldment. And I'll begin by sharing a Lovely line. I have an older copy of Meditation and Life. This is page 162, the first paragraph, the last line. Faith built upon knowledge, reflection, and practice alone can be truly fruitful. I'll read it again if you don't have this. 
faith built upon knowledge. I shared that again and again and again in our Magical Mantras workshop. Reflection and practice alone can be truly fruitful. Do you possess faith? Or does faith possess you? This is a very deep comparison. Do you possess faith or does faith possess you? The difference between these two, if you possess faith, that means you can let it go also. You can be seduced away by pleasure, possessions, position. If faith possesses you, you can't let go of that faith. That faith possesses you. You let go of that which is seductive, articles, being, circumstances. Faith means to hold on to. And when you're holding on to oneness, this is the only one you're holding on to. That is indicative that faith possesses you now. You can never go back. And how thoughtfully Swami Chinmayananda has shared knowledge, reflection, and practice. In other words, Shavana, Manana, Nedityasana. In Shravana or listening, you gain knowledge. You become a believer. When you reflect upon that, Manana, you become faithful. When you practice this, nididhyasana, then you become one who trusts you will be enlightened. You will be free of the weight of the mind. Further on in the chapter are brought out shama and dhamma. Shama, in a very technical sense, means quietude of mind. Now, this is the end of the text. We're approaching the last chapters. Where does Shama fit into here? This should have been at the beginning, like Tattva or Viveka Chudamani. If one is established in Shama, their mind is so quiet that their being, they're not lost in thoughts. Those thoughts are like their hair follicles, their skin cells, the passing breeze, the water going down your drain. All of the visualizations I gave you, they have more faith in being than in their own thoughts. And if that's too abstract, what is being? What is infinity? Then Bhagavan. When one has more faith in Bhagavan than in themselves, as in being a jiva, then one is going to be enlightened. Like when Swami Vivekananda asks Sri Ramakrishna, have you seen God? And he says, I see God more clearly than I see you. How much, not even faith, but trust Sri Ramakrishna would have in being, in Bhagavan. 
and dhamma. Dhamma technically means calmness, calmness of your body, calmness of your senses. But at this stage in the text, in our course, dhamma here is calming this passion that I am the enjoyer, the insistence that I am the doer. Be calm with that. This idea of enjoyership is so subtle. I want to be recognized. I want to be appreciated. I want my thoughts to be heard. With everyone being at home and the proliferation of social media, everyone is a teacher now, right? <laughs> Everyone's starting their own classes. Everyone is a guru of some sort, <laughs> including me. I keep starting more classes like I'm capable of teaching also. Yes. I, you should hear me. My thoughts are important. That's enjoyership. And the source of that is doership. One who's a doer doesn't have faith in Bhagavan, doesn't have faith in infinity. They only have faith in themselves, but that faith is not the ideal of the intellect. It's faith that they're separate from everyone else. Look at me. That uh, mentality. Shama and, and Dhamma. Here's a parting thought for this whole chapter. Chinmay Mission, Harrisburg, which is in Pennsylvania. They've asked me to start a special class for them. So now, on Sundays from 3.30 to 4.30, I'm reviewing Moha Mudgara for them, Bajagovindam. And I gave them a discussion subject recently. That discussion subject was, what is delusion? The word moha means delusion. What is it? And they shared awesome answers. So now I'm going to expect the same from you. Share with me. What is delusion? Share in the chat room. A warped sense of reality, not knowing right from wrong. Being in love. <laughs> That's delusion. You're having a tough time at home, aren't you? <laughs> Insanity. Okay, we're bringing medical <laughs> delineations here. Maya. These are all fine answers. What I shared was, when one feels the relative is absolute, that is delusion. Shared more simply, when you believe that changing is changeless, that is a delusion. And so what we need to do is watch the change more carefully. Watch all of the change around you carefully. When you start to tune in, that there is samsara, you know there has to be a source of them, that samsara. You know that there has to be that which is behind samsara, which is the changeless. This is a transformative sadhana. 
If you enjoyed what you heard or want to learn more, share this episode with a friend or find us online at facebook.com slash cmniagara. For those on the journey of self-development, Chinmaya Mission Niagara provides a community forum for seekers to listen, reflect, and contemplate. This podcast is produced by the Young Adults of Chinmaya Mission, an international nonprofit working to transform individuals through the knowledge of Vedanta. Until next time, inspire, love, be.